I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Good luck. This is Eli. And we're back with another episode. And Eli, it seems like we had a pretty good week. Like us, uh, comic book bullies thing. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we had a, uh, like, we got a bunch of new listeners coming in. I will look at the Facebook page and uh, listeners jump up. Uh, shout out to everybody that listened to our last video excerpt. Uh, Eli, that thing's almost like 3,000 views already in like, like 72 hours. Yeah, controversy, man. It, People it, love it, controversy. Yeah, attention, man. People were this saying is... that, you know, they thought it was like funny at first and it would laugh and then like the further the video it got like serious and stuff they're like, oh shit, you know? I guess that's yeah. what we do. I don't know. We just ruined Batman for me. <laughs> we really did for a lot of people. I never looked at Batman that way. Fuck Batman. Yeah. You like people oh, saying that. <laughs> what a dick. Right. And honestly, Eli, it seems like a lot of people are starting to get noticed. And I'm getting a lot of uh, feedback, honestly, from you uh, for, uh, about you. Oh, really? Yeah. Like so- you specifically. Sorry. Sorry. I apologize. No, no, no. I, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. A lot of people think you're black. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> they just assume you're black until you say something like, oh, wait, he's not black? Like, no. <laughs> like, for instance, there was a. Wait a uh, second. Wait, 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 wait. Are you black? Am I? <laughs> well, fuck this. I'm out of here. No, no I'm wearing a Gucci mask the entire. I'm wearing a Gucci sweater the entire time. So yeah, <laughs> we'll get the later. So Eli, just just give him a quick rundown because people keep asking me all the time. I thought he was black. He's not black. Yeah. So uh, one, here's the thing. One uh, female listener in specifically asked about you. Oh yeah. Yeah. And just let yeah, she's hot too. I've seen a seen a oh. post picture. So she wants to know, actually know what tribe you're from. Oh, what tribe I'm from? I yeah. am Dakota. Dakota. Wait, wait, can you say it one more time? It's... Dakota. Sue. Dakota. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah. we, we, Plains, so Northern Plains. So ladies. Northern Plains, yeah. <laughs> we have a Dakota. Dakota. He's not black. <laughs> I'm not black. Sorry. <laughs> but that's okay. We're brought on the horizon there. So yeah, like I said, this is also Valentine's uh, week. For some of you, I, I honestly like we got to talk about Valentine's Day for a quick second. I know this is a nerd podcast, and most of you are not going to be doing shit for Valentine's Day. We can talk about it, you know. Sure. I've always not? thought Valentine's Day was divided into three, three uh categories. Okay, especially for us guys. 
Now, you got the one category for the guys that this is your chance to go after the girl you, you want. You know, you may have not said anything to her. You may have not, you know, shoot your shot. That's what you got to do. You know, Valentine's Day is the day to do it. I will recommend one thing. Do not put secret admirer on anything you give her. Because yeah. some other guy that she has a crush on is going to reap rewards of what you get because she's going to forget about you. So just take that equation out of it. Just don't take that chance. Uh, second category, if you've done everything you're supposed to do all year, just the time, just show her appreciation. It's her day. That's it. And the third category is for the guys that are in the doghouse that have been fucking up on the last <laughs> leg, and this is their Hail Mary. Yep. You're yes. going to be a broke-ass motherfucker. You're going to be a broke-ass broke motherfucker. <laughs> hey, this is your last shot, because if you don't get this shit right the 15th, you're out of here. <laughs> so those are our three categories of uh, Valentine's Day. Now, back to the nerd shit. Uh, Eli, would you want to talk about it real quick? As far as comic book related, who is your favorite comic book couple? And I already know who you're going to say. Romantic couple? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Aquaman and Mira. I think mm-hmm. I've said it many times before. You've so. said it many times before, so yeah. I think you're going to go that way. <laughs> they just they just warm my heart. They are just so down for each other. <laughs> hey, that's an awesome couple. And there's yeah. a reason the movie made a billion dollars, you know. Yeah. And she's it. like more powerful. The fact that she's more powerful than him. She's more powerful than him in the movie. She's more powerful, I think, than everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she kicked the Justice League's ass one time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, she's fucking powerful. So that's Mira for yeah. She's not... You know, mousy or anything like that, or a damsel distress. No, she's not that. She, he was a damsel distress a couple times with her. So that's yeah. what make that couple so awesome because they depend on each other. Power couple. Yeah, she, uh, she's, yeah, they're both down for each other, and that's, that's just so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, we get sentimental on the comic book. Yeah, movies. we're not, yeah. we're not just assholes all the time. <laughs> uh, my favorite, uh, Captain Bucky. Uh, okay, just... yeah, sometimes we are assholes, but yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> you already know what I'm going to pick. Black what? Panther and Storm. I was about to say. You know I was going to pick them. You know? <laughs> I know this controversial. I know I had a whole thing about it, I, you know, with black nerds, you know. Hate I didn't want to I didn't want to stereotype, all right? I, I, and look, fuck it. Because, <laughs> hey, I, I just found out you were black, so I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> I'm really from the UK. No, like no. <laughs> so yeah, that's that was my favorite. Uh, Black Panther, Storm. We all know that they got divorced because of the whole Marvel Fox bullshit, with like that. Now that Marvel has absorbed Fox, maybe that whole thing get together. Maybe Storm can be in Black Panther too. You know, there you go. I almost think that's a guarantee that she needs to be in there. Put throw mutants in there, man. Just go with it. You know. That'll oh. that'll be that'll be the story of Black Panther three. It'll 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 end with a fucking wedding. It'll end with the marriage uh, with the wedding. Yep, I, yep. I, I would love to see that. It will make money. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, oh, one more thing. We 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 should have started off with this, but now we're there. Uh, rest in peace to Oreo. Uh, for those that don't know, Oreo is the <laughs> rat. <raccoon. Okay. laughs> See, I'm curious where your okay. mind was going. <laughs> you, right after saying, you're talking about Storm, and then you say Oreo. Okay, yeah. No, most people won't get that. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I automatically thought that, that was you, a bad. If you want to get that joke loose to our older podcast, and we explain it. <laughs> Well, some of you can Damn. pick up on this. Leroy's been work. Yeah, Leroy's been working on his segways. <laughs> that was complete accident. Didn't mean that. <laughs> Freestyling. <laughs> right. That's a, hey. Sometimes you hit it. Sometimes you don't. So off the top. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, Oreo is the raccoon uh, that was modeled after 
Oh, Rocket Raccoon. What the fuck was I thinking about? Yeah, Rocket Raccoon, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's who was modeled after. So yeah, rest in peace to him. I think he died at what seven, ten. He's an old. That's an old raccoon. Usually they don't live that long. That's an old ass raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, since we're actually talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, I hate the segue from that, but yes, I'm talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, just to let you know, they say that they are keeping James Gunn's script, but James Gunn is gone. Yeah. And we never actually talked about the movie that he's working on now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He is working on something. He is working on Suicide Squad, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, they're making 50 million Harley Quinn movies out right now in D.C. That's, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was work, I guess. So. And 50 million Joker movies, too. And 50 million Joker movies, too, separately from each other. And a Harley Quinn and Joker movie. So, oh, what the fuck? And now, and now they're going to make 50 million Aquaman movies. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? But, Fucking uh, we'll, Warner we'll, Brothers. But Warner Brothers. We'll get that. We'll get to that. Their logo should be, let's just stick shit to the wall. Let's throw shit at the wall see what sticks, you know. Uh, uh, just an FYI, I'm not seeing your logo, so I don't. I don't I'm just letting you know that. Oh, fuck. My bad. Uh, it's too late now. <laughs> we're just going to power on through. <laughs> we're live. <laughs> but you should have told me that before we started, but fuck it. We're going to go now. Uh, yeah, that being said, let's get to the nerd shit because I wish you would have saw the logo. When you see it, you're going you're gonna to freak out. But anyway. Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, you will see it. You'll be shocked just like everybody else will be. <laughs> and now, let's start with the, uh, the, podcast, the part where we always start in the podcast where we always talk about the movie numbers, the block box office. Uh, still kind of slow because, like I said, it's February. But uh, Eli, give it to me. What is number one? I heard it's the Lego Movie Two or whatever. It is the Lego Movie Two. It will always be the Lego Movie. You won't stop there. And they call it uh, the Lego Movie Two, the second part. Yeah, everything mm-hmm. is awesome. So yeah, it sure is. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is What Men Want, which is the huh. remake of uh, What Women Want. You know, with Mel Gibson. So yeah. now you can watch. Uh, a remake without feeling guilty watching the first one because Mel Gibson was in it. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> it's funny that they think I, I haven't even watched the movie yet, but you know they're gonna. I think they're gonna completely f- misinterpret what they think men want. You know, yeah. Because what we really want is you know how Endgame is gonna end. You know, <laughs> you know will will LeBron James take the team to the finals? You know, we you know Goku or Superman, which one is gonna win? That's the stuff we want to know. That's what men want. You know. Yeah, pizza, tacos. pizza, beer, burgers. <laughs> Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, blow something up. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm pretty sure that movie is completely misinterpreting what we're looking for. But I, I haven't watched it. Uh, number who? Here we go. Okay, Eli, we got a segue coming. All right. I didn't Let's even see, see it. Stick it. Here we go. Here we go. Number but evil can evil do it. <laughs> <laughs> number three, Cold Pursuit. Number three, really? Number three. It's made it, but it's a low box office uh, week. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So for those that don't know, you, let's just go into it. Let's do it. Yeah. Right, here we go. All right. So for yeah. those that don't know what Cold Pursuit is, Cold Pursuit is the newest Liam Neeson movie. And yes, it debuted, uh, debuted at number three. But however, for Liam Neeson's career, that's probably one of the lowest grossing box office opening weekend he's ever had. So this is not good. And we want to talk about one of the reasons that may have caused uh, the reason for the box office on the slop and also why certain directors like Spike Lee and things like that said they'd never work with him again and why they won't even remove from future projects. Now, the future projects, I'm going to get to that in a second. Now, the reason because of all this is because there was an interview Liam Neeson came out with, I guess, last week or so. I'm not sure when he came out. 
that and basically what happened when he was back in Ireland, and this happened like 40 years ago, like 80s and 70s, something like that, his friend got raped. He asked uh, the friend, you know, his friend who did it, and she said all he remembered that it was, and he asked her, was it a black person? You know, was he black? And she said, yes, he was black. So basically he walked around with a blunt object in his hand in black neighborhoods waiting for a black man to attack him. Any black man, didn't matter. Any black man attack him so he could kill him on the spot. And like I said, it was 40 years ago. Some people are like, well, that was 40 years ago. He told a story. He was fast, was given. It's been no big deal. And other people are fucking pissed. So now we're getting to the point where, you know, we want to cancel Liam Neeson. Now, that's I think that's the core theme of 2019 where we're already going, this, this cancel culture. So, because it seems like that's what's going on right now. Like, if anybody does anything wrong, say anything, does anything, do anything, bam, they're out of here. They're done. Yeah. Yeah. And so and Liam Neeson is just the the recent culprit of this, and then in part. And now here's the thing. I like I said, I know it was just revealed I'm black, <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say this, especially from a black person point of view. What Liam Neeson said, even though it was 40 years ago, was fucked up. Yeah, well, what what he said, like the actual quote, what he said was fucked. <laughs> right. Oh, I, I didn't even say that. Yes, he said <laughs> I was went round. I had a blunt object in Th- my hand. That's. And that's what he, that's the, it was the interview. He said that in the recent in the interview. interview. And I'm thinking this is, maybe yeah. he said this years ago. It's like, no, he said this recently. <laughs> the, I'm, I was looking for any black bastard. Yeah. You know, so like, I can ooh. kill him. Yep. And, and so, that, yeah. And that's what really is fucked up about it. Because here's the thing. That mentality that Liam Neeson had, you know, just looking around for any black man to kill. That's what got Trayvon Martin killed. Pretty you much. Know, yeah. This is what caused Rosewood. This is what caused the Tulsa massacre. Yes, I'm giving you some black history right now because we're still in February, you know. So this same mentality because there are, especially since I live in Mississippi in the South. Oh, yeah. Like I said, there are plenty of times that, you know, if you feel upset and you see a black person, you think you can attack a black person and kill a black person because you think there's no repercussions because of it. Because so many of the crime, and that's the problem with Black Lives Matter. I hate to bring that up again, but that's the whole reason why Black Lives Matter got started. Not the fact that black people were getting killed, that the fact that the the killers weren't getting, you know, any kind of repercussions from it. Yeah, they're getting away with it. They're just getting away with it. They may take a lunch break or maybe take a couple days off, and they're right back at work. You know, and that was the issue coming on. And I'm pretty sure, and then, like I said, this is Ireland in the 70s. So you can imagine what Liam Neeson was thinking about if he killed a black person. Yeah. Just wipe the blood off his shirt and just walk back in his house and just go and and probably won't even and sleep like a baby, you know? Not even think twice about it. So yes, the and, and here's the thing, and this is another thing that fucks me up about uh Liam Neeson. Now, I'm gonna give Liam Neeson his credit. He is a great actor, a good actor. And I noticed that he's always playing these re- he, how many of these revenge movies he's played, these these taken movies? He's that's pretty much all he does now. That's right? all he Dude. does now. It's just revenge. Everything's revenge now. I'm just yeah. killing people. Just killing people. This new one, yeah. This new one's a revenge. The, the new one's a, a revenge movie. So with like a, a, with a dump truck, <laughs> right? So he's in the ice killing people and stuff like that. But here's the thing. So Liam Neeson is a great actor, but a lot of times actors have to pull from a traumatic experience in their lives to get to where they need to go with to you know portray a certain emotion, you know, the drawn experience. And the way Liam Neeson was describing that experience that happened four years ago, he described it like it happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was saying that that's the that's why he's so good at his job because he remembers how he felt doing that. So 
you can almost think that anytime he's playing on a little action role like uh, all the million taken movies he made and he's playing like that revenge thing he's thinking about that situation again i want to kill me a black dude and so really fucked up man that's what you know that's what hit my soul like oh wow liam neeson is and he's probably thinking that shit right now like he won't he wants to kill somebody so but now let me look at the other side of it let me look at this objectively let me let me take let me take off my, my gucci blackface mask you know and look at this objectively now do i want to cancel liam neeson am i gonna stop watching schindler's list or batman begins or Star Wars Episode One. Well, I won't watch this shit again anyway. <laughs> Fucking suck. But all this shit that Liam Neeson, Dark Man. Am I gonna stop watching all that shit? No, I'm not gonna Excalibur. stop watching Excalibur. I can't stop watching Liam Neeson movies. Yes, he's a flaming racist, but he, he, those movies are awesome. <laughs> I love Batman Begins. I, I, I like watching Ra's Al Ghul do his thing. Am I gonna stop watching the movie because I found out Ra's Al Ghul is racist? No. <laughs> His ass killed in the end anyway. You know, uh, what was that movie? Clash of the Titans? Release the Kraken. I mean, I like that's that part right. of it. He played Zeus, that's right. He played <laughs> in so many movies, man. I mean, he's an awesome actor. You know, and, and now, now, if he would have killed the black dude, maybe I would have had a different, you know, perception of that. I know it's fucked up to say that, but like I said, he, he had the intent to do it. He went down there to do it. He didn't do it. It really was fucked up about it, but. At the end of the day, a crime wasn't committed. Now, if he had actually committed a crime, we'd be having a different conversation, I think. You yeah. Know? But at the same time, we're saying this. This happened 40 years ago stuff like that. But what about that governor in Virginia that was either wearing a KKK hat or blackface? <laughs> that also happened 40 years ago. That resurfaced out of nowhere. And, of course, he lost his job or, you know, can't run or whatever like that. So it's almost the exact same situation where we some people are forgiving Liam Neeson for what he did. But other people can't forgive this other guy for doing blackface, which I wouldn't forgive him anyway. You know, that's what the fuck were you thinking doing blackface, even if that shit was 50 years ago? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's really some fucked up shit going on. But people are people are ready to just cancel Liam Neeson going forward. Eli, do you know his next movie coming out after this cold fuck whatever? I do not know. No. Oh, it's Men in Black. That's right. It's Men in Black. Yeah. Out of all the movies you're going to have, it's Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the irony. <laughs> so, yes, Men in Black is the next movie he's making. The hell? Oh, you can't see that. So, anyway, I, think I cannot know. Anyway, I think I'm getting cursed out. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Men in Black is the movie. And guess what, Eli? I've been I've been on Twitter. I've, I've been lurking, lurking Twitter. And they want him removed from the movie. Somebody's <laughs> like, hey, get, get Christopher Plummer on, on, the, on the phone. <laughs> Let's go ahead and digitally remove him from the movie. You know, I'm like, come on, guys, we're, we're taking this a little bit too far, man. Because I know when he made these comments, I know the the marketing team for Men in Men in Black were freaking the fuck out, man. Because yeah. he was all over the first uh, first trailer. You know, yeah, still playing the same role, angry ass, revenge, you know, seeking dude. You know, well, let, let me let me ask you this, just to ponder. Yeah. Um, wh- what do you feel about? Like reformed skinheads or racists that you know become reformed and then do active like work in the community to fight racism. Here's my thing. Okay, because I know that happens. You know, reformed skinheads, and that's my thing about racism in general, especially with the skinhead. I think racism. We should be more concerned about what people do more than what people think and what people feel. 
like if a skinhead or reformed skinhead goes out and decides to do something, you know, to, you know, become an ally to, you know, other races, stuff like that. Good for him because he's actually doing something, you know, to help people. Uh, real racism. And when you go out and you do something to harm somebody like the stuff Liam Neeson's doing uh, or even like the high end governments, you know, were flooding black neighborhoods with, you know, drugs, you know, to basically cripple them. You know, mm-hmm. or if uh, you got the governor of Mississippi, you know, annexing certain parts, you know, where these places can't get funding for schools, but this place can because they got, you know, certain neighborhoods and they want to keep the other people out. That's active racism, the shit that gets on my nerves. So, nah, but uh, a, a reform skinhead that goes out and actually helps people, I'm all for that. I, I will, I do have a trust but verify situation because you did have the hate in your heart at one time, but you know, you got to start somewhere, you know. Yeah. You got to start somewhere and, you know, reform somewhere because, and that's a lot of time where racism comes from. A lot of the root of racism is ignorance. And what I mean by ignorance, not calling anybody stupid or dumb or anything like that, is that you don't know. Yeah. You don't know anything about these people over here. So since you just assume something, you know, he just assumed all black people were rape, rapists, you know. So the more we educate ourselves about other cultures and races and, and you know, everything, where that that wall comes down and we start learning about each other so that's all it is but i i think liam neeson needs to you know see somebody about this because i think he has some some lingering you know feel about it yeah. and i know he came out and said he's not a racist but how many racists say that yeah yeah i'm not a think, racist but... and i think yeah and i think before we condemn him and and cancel him that at least he's starting the conversation and and now he knows that that can hurt, like what he said hurt people. You know what I mean? And right. Even that, though that, he that, thought it happened a long time ago, you and, know, and it's not a big deal, and he might he might not feel that way anymore. Still, that is a reality, and those words hurt. You know. And right. That's all this is. You know, and, and especially the black bastard thing. I'm like, come on. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just, hey, you've said some fucked up shit and that hurt people's feelings and you need to understand that and not you know and not oh get over it and all because that's 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 what always happens right whenever you you know whenever people of color address some issue that they have to deal with on the reg they oh they're fucking crying around you snowflake that's what you hear and if you if that's your automatic reaction then you're the fucking problem you know what i'm saying like and, anytime, and, and, yeah, anytime there's inclusiveness and you have a problem with that, then you're an asshole probably, <laughs> you know? Right. Because so, I'm, I'm seeing way too many people online coming to Liam Neeson's defense, and that makes me wonder about those guys. Oh, well, it was yeah. over with. He's, he's done. You know, yeah. racism is over. Like, wait, what? Yeah. We see all this bullshit on TV about Liam Neeson and Gucci uh, blackface <laughs> and and the KKK and there's so much weird shit going on like in 2019. Like, why is this shit still happening? Oh, yeah. You know. I mean, yeah, people are freaking out over that mask. And meanwhile, we got Washington Redskins and Cleveland Indians and shit. Right. <laughs> That's acceptable. Hey, we're fucking give, give, give Eli, a shit about I'm that. surprised you haven't gotten you a Cleveland Caucasian shirt yet. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I should. Yeah, and I thought for sure you have one of those by now. I want that one. What is it? The uh, what the fuck? It's not the the Caucasian. It's another one. It's the 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 uh, it's something the the Washington Pale Skins or something or I. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's funny. I've never heard that before. It's, that's new. It's that's funnier, new. man. Okay, that's new. I haven't heard that one. So. That's the thing. Is like Caucasian ain't even like offensive. That's not a that's not a derogatory term. But people get offended <laughs> if they see it. I know. That's how that's how much that's how soft they are. Like <laughs> snowflakes. Like, Redskins are straight up. That's the straight up. That's the N word for an Indian. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, oh. you know, just Caucasian ain't nothing, you know. Right. I, I just thought for sure you'd have one of those shirts by now, but yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, we can move on past that. I, my, basically, my feelings on this, I, I think I'm not canceling Liam Neeson, honestly, because I think he's a great actor. He, I may not, you know, agree with his views, and he may be a, a racist thing like that, but. And he's just get right now. He's just getting his public spanking. Yeah, and and that's what he needs. He needs that. He needs I mean, he needs to be checked. You know. I, I feel like I, I'm in this situation. I'm separating art from artists, basically. Yeah. Oh, and I do all the time. I mean, yeah. shit. If, Some, if, sometimes <laughs> Eli, I can't do it. I, I can't do it with R. Kelly. I can't. That shit is fucked up. Uh, yeah. Now, I mean, now, Bill Cosby, I can do it. Oh yeah, it's surprising how like I like so. You know, sometimes I catch myself humming a, the, the the theme to the Cosby Show, right. and I've been doing that all my life. Right. And I just and then it just dawned on me, damn, I've been humming the theme to the Cosby Show since I was a kid. Yeah, my thing and, is like, holy shit. My thing is like this, like yeah, Bill Cosby's a piece of shit, but Doctor Heathcliff Huxley will never touch anybody. Yeah, Fat Albert, I love Fat Albert. Exactly, I fat, fat Albert. Like, I'm gonna cancel Fat Albert. I had Fat Albert toys and shit. Right, like no, we can't do that. <laughs> Yeah, man, I love Fat Albert. Like, goddamn, I had all them songs memorized, and oh man, I, yeah. NC, no class. You're like a teacher <laughs> on vacation, like <laughs> the Brown Bomber and all this stuff. Yeah, like the green, yeah, yeah, the Brown Hornet, and <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's like I said, some situations I can do it, some situations I can't. I guess it just depends on how serious the situation is. Like, I don't know, this is I'm not can't. I'm I'm if they leave Liam Neeson in Men in Black, I'm not gonna boycott. I'm gonna watch the movie. Oh. I hope they well, do I, leave I, him in. Well, that's the thing. I ain't because I ain't into. I don't even like Men in Black movies. <laughs> oh come on! Oh, you don't like Will Smith? That's right. Well, that's right. <laughs> good for you, Eli. Will Smith is not in that movie. I know, but I you know care. what movie he's in? Oh, 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 oh! I came back with it. <laughs> okay, so for those that don't know, online the Aladdin trailer just dropped. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it. Sorry. Oh fuck! I knew you weren't gonna see it anyway. So I didn't. Yeah, I probably won't. Okay. Well, if you saw the trailer, I'm thinking your opinion would have been solidified one way or another. So, so yeah, the Aladdin trailer dropped. Uh, they show Aladdin. They show Princess Jasmine. Holy fuck, Princess Jasmine! Damn, she was hot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think she was the she was the chick. Did you ever see the Power Rangers movie? No. You need to go watch it. It was. What you expect it to be? <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> okay. It was an hour and fifty, hour thirty minute long version of the car, uh, TV show. But yeah, Princess Jasmine, holy fuck! Just watch it for Princess Jasmine. Yes, the trailer. Okay, but the trailer. Then, yeah, but then it gets to the genie, and they show Will Smith as the genie. He's blue. Is he blue? He's blue. Yeah. I, I thought that was like a Photoshop thing. He's actually so that's real. It's real. Yeah, he's completely. Oh goddamn! That looks like shit. Actually, it does look like shit. Exactly. That's one thing you see. You like, mm. and then you know, like you expect the genie to be like over the top, and you know how Robert Williams was. And this genie was just acting like Will Smith. So it just okay. looked like Will Smith in blue paint, like he was trying to have Liam Leeson or something. 
it doesn't even look like paint. It looks like it's like Photoshop. Like they just fucked with the hue or whatever, the color correction. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking maybe it's Will Smith head on the body. I don't know what it is. It it doesn't look right. I mean, they got till June to figure this shit out, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, the trailer, yeah. Because we've seen Guardians and they, you know, Drax and Gamora, they, could, they can, they got the capability to not make you look like shit. <laughs> right, but I guess they didn't spend the money on this one. It's just like Will. It's just Will Smith with blue Photoshop. That's all. He's like, is. you ain't painting me blue. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't look right at all. He just looks like he's just playing Will Smith. He's just going through the motions. I'm like, this was Robin Williams' breakout role, and the the genie role pretty much made that movie. Like Robin, Robin Williams stole the movie, and he was a cartoon. You know. Yeah. So the genie's gonna make or break the movie, but the thing that you can't. You can't uh, recreate what Robin Williams did anyway. I don't care who you are. You can't do it. And so, I don't know. I'm not going to see this shit anyway. I don't even know why I'm complaining. Guy Ritchie is directing this? Oh, I'm definitely not going to see it now. What the fuck? Yeah. I, I don't even like... I, I like Guy Ritchie's earlier movies, but it's like... Well, yeah, shit. yeah, basically his first two are the only ones. Yeah, Lock, Stock, and Smoking Barrels. I, I probably fucked it up. Yeah. But like his later shit, I'm like, no. Uh, so yeah this movie's gonna I, I think that yeah this is gonna kind of like slow Disney down on these remakes this movie right here is gonna slow Disney down on the remakes yeah yeah because they got Guy Ritchie doing it uh, Will Smith and Blueface so yeah not gonna happen <laughs> Blueface <laughs> <laughs> oh what, what else we got on here uh, I feel like I'm missing something I feel like I'm missing something oh I am missing something okay I got no segue for this we're just gonna jump right into it Chris Pratt <clears throat> Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Here's Sorry. where, yeah, y'all thought the Liam Neeson topic was edgy. Here we go. <laughs> so Chris Pratt is a teenager, church, and Ellen Page has a problem with uh, Chris Pratt's newfound religion because he is attending uh, a highly anti-LGBT community church. I can't remember the name of the church, but it's infamously anti-LGBT. So that's the problem she has. So Eli, can I get my controversial opinion? Uh, by all means. Okay. Uh, what church isn't anti-LGBT? <laughs> Just saying. Just got to be one of them. There's got to be one, right? I mean, if you if you look hard <laughs> enough, I'm pretty sure you can find one. If you go on Google, you can find one. But the thing is, here's the thing. The Bible. <laughs> that's, sad. that's sad that gay people got to Google the church they can go to. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's the truth. It's, yeah, I mean, people want to get mad at me. People get mad at me online for saying this stuff. How can you say that, Leroy? That is not true. It, it, it is fucking true. I mean, if you're a Christian, I mean, it's very rare you're going to find a non-homophobic Christian. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. It's just, it is what it is. And I'm going to tell you why the reason. Because the Bible itself preaches and teaches homophobia like it's right there in text you know mm -hmm. matter of fact if you really want to go digging digging for it i'll tell you where to find it leviticus chapter 18 uh dash 22 or something like that the bible the bible is just full of fucked up shit full of fucked well, up shit and they're not gonna retcon you know, it they're not gonna new 52 it yeah <laughs> Little girls telling people to chop off heads and shit. That's it, a fucked up book. <laughs> it really is. Uh, if you really think about it, every bad thing in the Bible that has ever happened was because of a woman. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> like, that's a story. So, I'm not saying all women are evil. I'm just saying whoever wrote it was a bitter single dude. <laughs> 
So, uh, Abra, the story of Abraham? Like, that's some fucked up like, shit. I was going to kill my son just because God yeah, told hey, me to. Hey, psych, I was just going to see if you did it. You know? <laughs> like, really fucked up, man. Yeah, you got punked. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. So, and, and, and let's be honest with you, like these these huge uh, anti-LGBT like groups out there, they use the Bible to justify it. Mm. Hell, they use the Bible to justify slavery. And so... <laughs> It's all it's all in it. I mean, like I said, I'm not I'm oh. not knocking it. Yeah, you we need church because you know you, you got your soul cleansed like that. But yes, there are some fucked up shit in the Bible. Okay. The bottom line. So yes, you can't get Ellen Page, you can't get mad at uh him going to this church because of anti LGBT when pretty much any church you go to is anti LGBT, you know. Uh I'm just hoping Chris Pratt isn't turning into like Kirk Cameron. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think he's on his way. I think he's on the way because I think one of those MTV uh, speeches he gave when he stepped to the war, he was like, "What you need to do is you need to pray, you need to pray, you need to pray," or some shit he said. I can't remember what he said. And each vitamins and so. You sure he just wasn't reciting MC Hammer lyrics? I thought <laughs> <laughs> that's the second week in a row. Is this the second week in a row where we mentioned MC Hammer? We are going to single handedly bring Hammer back, <laughs> just like we did Milestone right before we went away again. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, so so messed up. But that's that's my thing. So yeah, like I said, Chris Pratt, do whatever you need to do. Oh, did, we didn't talk about this. Chris Pratt's getting married to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, well, thought it was kind of weird, but okay. Well, good for him. Yeah. Uh, shoot, I can we get them on the oh, video game yeah. section now? I just hope their kids don't grow up to be cops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'll make it. You know. <laughs> uh, uh, unless, wait, did you have any other types before we get to the? I thought we were going to talk about this trench shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the trench shit. Let's talk about the trench shit. Uh, Briefly talk about it. Aquaman was a huge billion dollar movie, so they got a spinoff coming. For for those who don't know what the hell we're talking about, those evil fish-looking vampire monsters, zombie monsters, they're called the trench in the comics. Yeah. So they're getting their own movie? Even though they never talked? Or said anything? Yeah. We don't know why. I guess. here's, here's Here's my thing about this. Eli and listeners and everybody, this movie would never see the light of day. I hope not, because this is just Warner Brothers fucking shit up again. Right, but <laughs> we, we got to look at Warner Brothers' track record for a second. How many movies have they announced that will never see the light of day? Like, we're still yeah, waiting on a Cyborg true. movie. Oh, yeah, and The Flash. And The Flash. And Green The Green Lantern. Come out next year. Justice League 2. Justice and- League, Man of Steel 2. <laughs> Man of Steel 2. <laughs> So they announced all this shit, uh, Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's supposed to happen? Didn't happen? Yeah. You know? So that's what they do. They just throw movies out there. They throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. This And, and I don't I don't get why they keep doing this stuff. Why they keep announcing movies like, you know what would be a cool idea? Those fish monsters from Aquaman. Let's give them their own movie. Like, what? Yeah. Who thought that was a good idea? We can totally fuck up the, the creature from the Black Lagoon movie that day. Universal was trying to make <laughs> right like what, what the fuck that doesn't make any sense so this is some more weird shit they're doing like with their 50 million Joker movies and 50 million Harley Quinn movies like that well at least those movies are really happening so we can't we can't knock them for that oh Black Adam honestly you know, oh, yeah. I don't think I don't think that's gonna happen yeah they was that ever happen. was that was that ever a thing or did they or not it was a thing at one time like five years ago yeah. You know, even The Rock came on MTV Awards again, wearing, I think he wore like a Black Adam shirt, and he was like, all you Marvel bitches out there, we're coming. You know, he said some shit like that, but like I said, Rock has like 15 movies a year coming out like that. He don't have time for Black Adam. 
Yeah. So I don't. Maybe it will happen. We don't know. But that just. I feel like if it was gonna happen. It would happen already. So, oh, um, yeah. That's all I got to say about the trench. There. Can we move on to the next part of the podcast? Sure. Okay. This is kind of interesting. I kind of make it interesting if it's not. Uh, Eli, there is this new game called Apex Legends. Oh, first oh, off, yeah. yeah, we're in the video game section now for those who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this new game called Apex Legends. Uh, this is supposed to be called the Fortnite Killer. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I played it, and yeah, this game is fucking awesome. No shit. Like, Fortnite looks like some shit for 12-year-olds. I'm like, or is it a shooter? It's a shooter. Okay. It's a shooter, yeah. So, you know, like, Fortnite likes some kitty shit where you're just like, I'm not playing this shit. I don't want to fucking, you know... Dancing Millie Rock while I'm killing people, shit like that. I want to, you know, play a regular game. This game looks fucking beautiful and it's free. Oh no shit! Yeah, uh, it's what, free. See? Yeah, it's a it's battle like a battle. So it's, it's basically the same rule as Fortnite, but you don't like build shit. You just kill people. That's all. And the game looks beautiful. But here's the thing, Eli. I, I forgot I suck at shooters. <laughs> so so I'm just running around in the map with a gun, looking for somebody to kill. Can't see anybody. So like la 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 la. Boom. Headshot, head blown the fuck off, and they show the kill cam, and it's like five snipers in different positions, all aiming at me, and both of them just, all of them just waiting <laughs> look, on which one's gonna. Look kill at me this first. stupid bastard walking around. <laughs> <Right>. and shit. <laughs> this guy's walking somewhere. <laughs> right. I forgot. Okay, you don't do that dumb shit in shooter games. I forgot. I haven't played them in so long. I forgot. You know. So I'm like, yeah, fuck this. It looks pretty. It looks awesome. It looks fun. But I don't have the time to learn how to play this shit again. <laughs> I'm, so, look, I'm looking at the videos right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for those that don't know where Apex Legends came, we actually, I actually briefly talked about this on maybe like last week's podcast, week four podcast. That this was made by the the Titanfall team. Uh, name was Respawn. Respawn was the team that originally made the original Call of Duty, uh, the good Call of Duty games. They got fired. Made Titanfall, great games that nobody played. So they decided to make this game, which everybody thought was going to be like a Titanfall free for play, but it's like, like its own thing. Like, it's just a new game that they just made. And it's, like, fun as fuck, man. You know. Uh, but, Eli, there is controversy. Uh-oh. Here's the controversy. So, apparently, the characters on the team, uh, two of them are black girls, of course. Uh, and two of them are LGBT. You know, I hate that. And there's only one white guy. Okay. And so... the white guy's only, only power so... is to uh, <laughs> throw toxic gas. Oh, okay. Yeah. So his main power is toxicity. So, fart or something. <laughs> it's like they, I, I, it's like they know what they're doing. They're trolling people. They know they're trolling people. You know. And you got, I mean, like the game already hit twenty-five million players in one week and so like that. But you got these few assholes. Where if you're gonna play a gay character, I'm not gonna play this game. <laughs> no. I like the dude gonna fuck you in the ass if you lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> So yeah, so that's the thing. Uh, Apex Legends. What what do I give it a rating? I'm gonna give it. Uh, I give it eight point five out of five because the game looks fun. You know, it looks like it's a whole lot of shit going to it. it. Fuck Fortnite. This is the game everybody needs to be playing. You know, and I feel like this is going to usher in a whole new moment because I can't picture myself paying sixty dollars for like Call of Duty or Battlefield when I can just play this. If it's free, it's just a shoot. Yeah, it just looks like a regular sh- another shooter. It's like, like a regular shooter, but it's free and you can gun. play it and go around and shoot people. No other modes doing anything like that. But hell, what else you need? Yeah, you can squad up. You know, with your with your buddies and stuff like that. You can run around, shoot people. I played it on PC. It's fun. I guess on PlayStation Four, it's fun. 
Xbox, good. Yeah, I said go for it. Uh, oh, yeah, one, one more game. One more game I'll talk about. Uh, Devil May Cry 5. They Is finally it released, It's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they did release the demo. At first, the demo was on Xbox. Now the demo was on PlayStation 4, so I got a chance to play it. Uh, it feels like more Devil May Cry. If you like the other ones, you'll like this one. So I don't really know cool. what else to say about that. It's the yeah. same game, pretty graphic. You know. That's cool. New, it got new powers up like that. Like you throw your arm at people and explode your arm and stuff and blah, whatever. Uh, well, he is a bad motherfucker. I, that's what I liked about those games. Well, you, you like it's, you actually play like five different people on this game. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's like Nero, who I don't really know who he is, but he's related to Dante. Why you got Dante, who rides a motorcycle, cuts the motorcycle in half, and beats people with it. I thought it was pretty awesome. Uh, another emo-looking dude that got a pet demon dog with him and two other random people i don't know so yeah just to vary it up i think that's gonna be pretty cool oh uh, yeah that means they can move on to the next part of the podcast sure okay for those that uh, are don't know we are about to talk about the bread and butter of the podcast this is where we actually talk about the comic books uh this week and eli i thought this was like a shit week me personally i, I hopefully you read some good shit because i thought for me this was a shit week oh yeah yeah i, I actually read some well yeah, well, one was really good, and then the rest were okay. Okay, so yeah. since you got more books than I do, I'll, I'll let you go first. Okay, well, you don't have any Marvel, right? I only have two. So no I'll, Marvel I'll, for me, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll start with Immortal Hulk 13, and all I got to say is, wow. I mean, this book just continues to be amazing. I actually choked up at one point reading this. <laughs> Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there was a scene that actually got me a, a little emotional. Um, but um, yeah, this entire run—I mean, this has just been awesome. Uh, bringing the Hulk back to his uh, horror monster movie roots. So, um, just a quick recap: Hulk is in hell. Uh, Banner is alive from uh, the whole Secret Empire thing. Um, Hulk comes out at night. You know, Banner's alive during the day, and then Hulk at night. He turns into the Hulk. That's just like how it is now. Concept of the character. Yeah. yeah, and he's more powerful and smarter. Um, so, um, and after um, after escaping the Avenger, uh, Aven- he got he fought the Avengers. They put him in custody. He escaped, and he traveled to the Diablo base, uh, the, the where the Gamma Bomb was created, and the Hulkbusters, the you know, they sent uh, the Absorbing Man to stop him. You know, and it, during the battle. Absorbing Man extracted the gamma energy from the Hulk and sucked out most of his power, turned him all skinny and like weird looking and shit. And in doing so, he absorbed the Devil Hulk that was within him, the the demon that is controlling the Hulk's anger, mm-hmm. which has which was actually manifested into Brian Banner, uh, Hulk's you know abusive asshole of a father. Right. Um, but since Absorbing Man isn't strong enough to subdue the Devil Hulk. The Devil Hulk escapes and opens the green door, the pro, the portal to hell. So that's where we are um, in this issue, or last issue, Hulk is in hell, along with uh, Jackie McGee. She's this reporter who's been, you know, investigating the Hulk all these years. Her father died in a Hulk attack, basically, so she's had this obsession with the Hulk. So Hulk, and, and then um, Alpha Flight was kind of chasing after him so it's jackie mcgee puck uh walter langowski the sasquatch um and absorbent man they're all in hell and they're fighting their way through hell 
seeing all kinds of fucked up vision, visions of their lives and shit. And in the last issue, the Devil Hulk unlocked the one below all. Have you heard of this? I've never heard of the one below all. That's some new shit. Yeah, the one below all. So this is basically anger, rage, hatred, vengeance incarnate. You know, it's the physical embodiment of anger. You know, and it, they call it made it some days. They, they there's all the you know how how this book is written. It it makes all these re, uh, religious references to Satan, to um, you know dark forces, dark you know Kali, and all these different religious dark dark figures in religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically the source of it's basically anger and hatred incarnate. You know, and it's the source of the Hulk's power. The Hulk is just a creature of rage. So basically, Absorbent Man gives the gamma back to, that he took from the Hulk. He gives it back to the Hulk. And the Hulk, you know, gets powerful again, and he slaps the shit out of the devil. And so that's what, <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> it's, it, I mean, it's longer than that. I'm not going to spoil the details, but that's basically what happens. Um, he gets his powers back and, you know, literally slaps the shit <laughs> <laughs> out of the one below he went all. To hell and with the devil's ass. Okay. <laughs> well, he does that clap, you know, that Hulk clap. Yeah, okay, the sign of clap, yeah. Yeah, he does that. And um and and the crew they they escape hell. You know. But there was some very poignant moments in this book that I said that like I said it, it got me a little emotional, you know. I was in and I always loved the, you know, loved the Hulk as as this um you know how how he 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 represents the dark nature and banner, you know the angry, violent, vengeful demon full of rage. You know yin and yang, that duality of dark and light, the dark and light side of nature. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I've struggled with anxieties throughout my life, and in a sense, we sometimes feel that you know like anxiety and negative emotions are like our enemy. You know, right. we try to avoid them, we fight them, we try to subdue them, and kind of like how Hulk and Banner is. Banner tries to keep the Hulk at bay, you know. But then you come to realize that, you know, all that negative emotions and trauma is still a part of you, you know. So it's who you are. So anxiety is just a part of you that is trying to keep you safe, like your protector. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 it senses danger and it's trying to shield you from it. It's it's basically your protector. And and that's basically what's what it's there to remind you about, you know, keeping you out of danger to protect you. And that's what Hulk does to Banner. He's he's Banner's protector. So like I said, I, I, I that part of the book just really got to me. You know what I mean? Right. And um, so I like I love I love this book. I mean, it's a you know five out of five for me. Um, it's like the best thing I've read in a long time. You know, for real. Yeah, didn't so, it win like didn't it, I mean the Incredible Hulk series we have I mean Mortal Hulk series we have now didn't it win like comics cast like number one Marvel series or something? Probably yeah it's it's it like on this issue it's like um best of 2018 and the names like all these sites and review you know you know fucking Vulture GameSpot AV Club you know Comic Book Herald you know all the ComicBook.com it's like the Hollywood Reporter you know all these you know, footnotes at the bottom, you know, mm-hmm. basically praising how great this book is. So yeah, Immortal Hulk Damn. number 13. It's, it's, it's fucking, it was fucking great. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, my book went as great as yours. <laughs> I feel kind of <laughs> sad about that. Uh, book I read was Justice League 17. 
Uh, man, I'm trying to decipher this book that I just read. Okay. Basically what's going on, it starts off that Martian Manhunter is on Mars. As, like I said, Mars is pretty much a dead planet. He's in this, uh, he's in the Valley of Regret, you know. And he turns around and it's Lex Luthor there. Wait a minute, he actually invited Lex Luthor to come, you know, to have a conversation with him. The reason he needs Lex Luthor is because Lex Luthor, I'm looking for a person and you're the only person that knows how to find him. He's like, me? Yeah. Why me? Like, I'll tell you in a second, I'm trying to tell you a story about what happened. So while they're in the Valley of Regret, uh, it turns out that there's some psychic monsters underground that feeds on psychic energy. And they feed on regret, pain, and sadness, stuff like that. And the thing is, they, they sense Martian Manhunter's sadness, so they go attacking him. So you know, Lex Luthor and Martian Manhunter go off running, stuff like that. But Mar and Lex Luthor, uh, Martian Manhunter tells Lex Luthor a story while he's going, while he's there. So apparently it turns out that Martian Manhunter was first abducted to, to Earth when he was a kid, not as an adult, when he was a kid. And when he was there, he uh, he befriended this little boy named LB. And LB was the only one there that was uh, like his friend. And they would uh, like go on psychic trips together and they would pretend like they were superheroes and fight bad guys like that. You know, just in the prison of his own mind, stuff like that. But then it turns out that Martian Manhunter didn't because he was such a kid he didn't know how to fully develop his telepathic powers and the people that were running the the place that took him said well he doesn't work we're just gonna kill him but lb actually did something to uh to save marshman he was like even though they think they're about to kill you actually change the machine so when they shoot you that's gonna send you back to mars and they'll think you're, you're dead but you're not really but i want to tell you something i want to tell you my real name and LB turns around and shows the back of his jersey, and his jersey says Alex, which is, you know, uh, long term for Lex. So oh, LB okay. really meant Lex Luthor, like L times two, you know. So basically, oh, the little boy was Lex Luthor the entire time who saved Martian Manhunter from getting killed. So when the uh, when the people find out about what happened, and uh, and apparently the guy. They kidnapped Marshman to begin with was Lionel Luther, Lex Luther's father. So the guys that came in there had everybody's mind in their race. Lex Luther's mind was erased, Lionel Luther's mind was erased. But since Lionel Luther's mind was erased, he just kind of remembered the greatness he used to have. And since he didn't have the greatness before, he pretty much turned into an abusive and broken man that took it out on his family, which is what Lex Luther grew up on. You know, grew up, you know, in the household he grew up on. So he grew up in a fucked up family because of these guys, you know, uh, you know, erased his father, father's mind. <coughs> Excuse me. So, Martian Manhunter and Lex Luthor are trying to get away from these monsters as fast as possible. And Lex Luthor said, we need to escape to the Legion of Doom. Martian Manhunter said, no, we need to go to the Hall of Justice so we can find out exactly, you know, how to save the universe because we broke, you know, time and shit like that. And Lex Luthor goes his way. Martian Manhunter goes his way. Batman, like, did it work? Like, did you bring him back? Like, no, we didn't. Lex Luthor was actually there the whole time to kidnap Martian Manhunter, bring him back to the Legion of Doom. So Brainiac's like, where's the Martian? Like, man, eh, we didn't get him. And then when Lex Luthor goes to his room, he starts doing the Martian prayer that Martian Manhunter reminded him of early, early in the book. And that's how the book ends. This is a confusing-ass book. It's Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder, when he's on, he's on. When he's off, he's, like, all over the fucking place. <laughs> and so... And was he retcon that Lex Luthor and Martian Manhunter are best friends? Like, what the fuck? Like, okay, I guess. So, yeah, three out of five <clears throat> for this. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so that's all I got. Well, I got more, but that's all I got for that book. So, 
Yeah, I didn't read. Well, the only DC book I read was Batman, but I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck about that book, so I'm not gonna review it. But I'll go with um, Conan the Barbarian, number three. Oh, we got new car- uh, barbar- uh, Conan. Yeah. Bar- okay. Yeah, Life and Death of Conan. Continuing that arc, this book is entitled Sumerians Don't Pray. So, uh, Rum. yeah, the hell with you. I'll do it myself. <laughs> That's the church so, Chris Pratt should go to. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this continues the life of death of Conan. Um, we'll catch up real quick. Um, the Crimson Witch, she's this uh, demon witch who's been stalking Conan throughout his whole life because she wants his blood. Um, since Conan is such a badass, um, his and he's cheated death so many times and killed so many people, his blood is tainted with like this dark energy. And so she wants his blood to resurrect this demon. So that's what she's been doing. Um, and the uh, this story flashes back to when Conan was just 17 years old. He's just a young lad. But um, just starting out, getting his taste for blood and, and fighting and, and, and the steel, you know. <laughs> So he gets caught um, stealing gold from this town, and um, and he's sentenced to death. And of course, he ends up not dying. Um, I won't explore. Uh, I won't spoil it. But um, the book is basically an exploration on religion. I guess you know um, a priest comes and talks to him. He he. They basically were going to hang him from this tree, um, and. It's a town of beggars and the, uh, or a poor folk. It's 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 a total. There's another comment on classism. Yes, Conan is an SJW. Fuck it. You know this is gonna. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> would expect that. Yeah. Um. This. It's a total. You know, allegory of classism. You know, you have these poor folks that are working these mines, digging for gold that the rich folks get to use. You know, mm-hmm. and they get to. You know, it, it's it's all prospers the rich folks and the and and the poor people don't get shit they just get there's slumming it working in these mines and some people you know they they get desperate and they try to steal gold to make money to buy food you know and then they get put to death you know because they're stealing gold (laughs) so conan because he's a you know a barbarian a thief he goes there to steal some gold because he don't give a fuck but he gets caught and they they um they decide to hang him but the tree branch breaks you know, and he gets uh, thrown into the, the, the jail, the jail cell, and a priest comes to lead him his last rites. And he's like, well, you know, God saved you, you know that. And he's like, I don't fuck that shit. I don't believe in any of that. And he's like, well, you know, it's like what happened is the branch broke because Conan's a big muscular motherfucker. And they're used to hanging these skinny ass starving people. So, um. So yeah, they try to they try to assassinate him again or execute him again, and lightning strikes the uh, the executioner, and Conan escapes and all that stuff. So it's basically, like I said, it's this horror organized religion versus free thinking, you know, sort of uh, you know metaphor going on. This this theme going through this book, Conan doesn't believe in any deity that controls your fate, because and he because he, he's just in charge of his own destiny. Um, so yeah. Uh, it was a little slow and it was a little wordy at times, so it, it wasn't as cool as the last couple issues. So I'll give it I'll give it a three point five out of five because okay. it, it wasn't it, it was it was above average, but not as cool as the last couple stories. But it still was still you know it still raised some interesting ideas and shit. And just you know the fact that 
they're using Conan, <laughs> this total toxic male, you know, <laughs> right. character. That's that's cis you know, white male. Yeah, this cis white male, <laughs> straight white male, sexist, misogynistic asshole to tell these you know great stories about that are dealing with social issues. I think is awesome. So, Conan is woke now. Yeah, Conan's a woke motherfucker. <laughs> Conan the woke barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, I guess I go next. Oh, uh, we got uh an, another one. This, this is a rough week for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Young Justice number two, Ooh, written by Brian Michael Bendis, and wasn't as Bendisy as most books, but I just go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna make Bendisy a thing. Yes, Ryan, you can use it too. <laughs> uh yeah so basically the book starts off on gym world which is another planet which the young justice team got transferred to last time and it starts off with uh robin and the new character named amethyst and robin is riding a unicorn covered in jewels and they beat up some some bad guys like that that's trying to do whatever and while we cut to them we cut to the other just young justice team with jenny hex and wonder girl and teen lantern they meet up with each other, and then while they're talking, we have a flashback well, a couple weeks ago in Jacksonville, Florida, where Wonder Girl is fighting Despero. Now, for those who don't know who Despero is, Despero can fight the Justice League by himself. So what does Wonder Girl do? Beats him by herself? So I guess she's that damn strong. Or maybe this is just Bendis being Bendis. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, she kicks the shit out of Despero, wraps him up in the last of the truths, hand him over to the police. We're like, hey, there you go. And then she sees this uh, guy in a trench coat and white beard and, you know, white hair. Uh, and he flies off and she flies out after him. And apparently it's her grandfather, which her grandfather is Zeus. So this Wonder Girl is the grandfather, uh, granddaughter of Zeus. And Zeus is there saying that he wants to give her this trinket. He hands her this trinket, and he said it's part of the Trinity of Gods. They're like, what is the Trinity of Gods? You know how you got your lasso and you got your your bracelets? Well, this trinket's supposed to come with it also. And she's like, nah. And he's like, are you sure? You're supposed to have this. She's like, nah, because you're giving it to me too easy. I want to if I if it is meant to be my birthright, I'm gonna earn them on. And he's like, okay. And he flies off. So we go back to present time to the gym world. They fly around looking for Robin and Amos. Amethyst? I think I may be saying it wrong. I don't know. I, I still sound like I wouldn't make a cartoon. So they find them, they fight, and they beat the hell out of some other bad guys. But then when they beat the other bad guy, they turn around. The main bad guy stands behind them named Opal. I may be saying it wrong or whatever. But Opal is this super powerful looking dude saying, I'm going to kill you all and become the blah, 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 and whatever. Yeah, three out of five. I, I had nothing else to read. It was just like, fuck it, just find something. You know? Just roast the shit out of this. Movie. <laughs> yeah, basically. Man, the video, I probably pissed on yeah, it right now. Some people fought three out of five. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. Like, what the fuck am I reading this shit for, man? This shit interesting at all. You know? uh, yeah. Oh, man. Back to you, Eli. <laughs> all right. Um, I got. Marvel, Star Wars, Age of Republic, Anakin Skywalker. So, yeah, we've had Age of Republic. Yeah. Um, the, Marvel's been putting out these, like, one-shot Star Wars books, um, you know, with characters. Age of, you know, we had Jango Fett. We had Obi-Wan. We had Mace Windu. Um, next, we're going to have Age of Rebellion with Princess Leia. You know, we're going to have a General Grievous and Dooku coming up. So I've been reading these. Some of them have been cool. Um 
Some of them are all right. Uh, this one I, I enjoyed. Uh, Anakin Skywalker. It's basically, it's basically an episode of the Clone Wars. You know, <laughs> it's, um, it, it's set. Yeah, uh, Anakin is uh, you know ordered to take a squad of uh, of clones over to basically destroy this um, droid factory. Um, but the problem is there's workers there and there's civilians and Anakin has a problem with that. Yeah. You know, this is, you know, it's not the Jedi way to, you know, kill these innocent people, these, these civilians. And it's like, well, we can't evacuate them. Cause then if they sense our presence, we're going to have a, a battle on our hands and we're going to lose some of our troops. So it's basically our soldiers are worth more than your civilians, you know? Uh, and Anakin, of course, is like, hey, that I, that's not what a Jedi does. So Anakin, you know, being the badass that he is, or at least the badass he is in these comics, <laughs> he goes there himself and basically finds out that the workforce aren't civilians. They're actually slaves. Wow. Okay. So he goes there himself and basically takes out a bunch of droids and gives the slaves uh, the weapons and they fight their way and they get back. He evacuates the planet. So, um, and basically good job, Anakin. So um, it's a fun story. I had a, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, commenting on, you know, military intelligence and all those euphemisms and shit. Um, and Anakin, I like it when he's a badass. how he is in the clone wars cartoon versus the movies. You know, because mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I, I've always had a problem with Anakin, his character in the movies, that he's such a, a whiny little emo, you know, wuss. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, the fact that it, it's the inconsistencies with the character, I guess. Yeah. I mean, his evolution into the dark side. He's such a he flip flops back and forth. You know, I, I, that's what I didn't like about the prequels. You know, my main gripe with the prequels. Right. Is, you know. Once he killed those sand people, in in, in, in episode two, right? He sh- he should have been like, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want now. Right. It's, it's, you know what I mean? Try to still be good again for the rest of yeah. Them. Obi Wan's gonna kill me. Oh man, blah blah blah. And Padme's like, oh, let's go rescue Anna, or let's go rescue Obi Wan. He's like, yeah, I'm not supposed to. I'm supposed to stay here. No, <laughs> they should. He should have been. No, I'm gonna go rescue Obi Wan. Right, you know, but you were supposed to say, "I don't give a fuck." And he right. goes now, and now he wants to follow the rules exactly. Yeah, yeah, like no, he he's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants. He's gonna go get married. He's gonna go get laid. He's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants, you know. And then it's right there. Why, why, why did they not kick him out of the Jedi Order for being married? Well, they it's right know. there. They didn't know. But they could. That could have been the story. He found out. They found out he was married. And then, oh, you you're out. You're out of the Jedi Order, Anakin. And he's like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm winning this war for you. I'm the most powerful Jedi. I'm getting all these results, and you're kicking me out because I'm getting laid? <laughs> Fuck this shit. Fuck you. Fuck the Jedi Order. Hey, what's up, fucking Duke or Palpatine? You know, right. that's it's it's just right there, man. <laughs> you could, yeah, they, they, they could. You're right. That would have made more sense. They would, instead of the convolute story we got. Yeah. Know. It's just right there. It's so simple. But no. <laughs> <laughs> they made him this bitch, and... Now I gotta watch the Clone Wars and read these comics to, you know, to make them not to make them cool, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like then you're like Anakin, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, I give it a four out of five. It was it was fun. Cool, cool. Uh, should we get any more books? Oh yeah, you're done, huh? I'm, uh, I, I, after that, I was I didn't want to read anything else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, here I'll roast this motherfucker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the GI Joe, uh, Sierra Muerte. 
Oh, did we turn uh, uh, instruments of destruction all of a sudden? I guess, yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> I don't. I was curious. I'm like, hey, I did, it's a number one GI Joe issue, and it's got a uh, roadblock fighting uh, buzzer from the Dreadnoughts on the cover. I'm like, hey, that looks kind of cool. It's number one. Why not? Okay. <laughs> it's another. It's, we yeah, we had another blizzard. It's snow day. School shut down. I'm stuck at home. I'll got need some something to read. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the blizzard. It's been like eighty degrees here. Oh shit! Oh no, winter finally happened. Yeah, winter yeah, finally I, I was arrived. walking around today in shorts and flip flops. Yeah, the white worker, the white walkers are coming. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, this GI Joe, IDW, you know, the, the, it's an okay story. You know, the storyline was cool. It's basically Cobra trying to resurrect Serpentor. Remember Serpentor? Yeah, from the from the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Serpentor. Uh, they're from trying the to put him, movie, not the yeah. rock movies. Yeah, they're trying to put him into the, his mind into the body of Storm Shadow. To trying to resurrect him. Oh wow, okay. And then and then G.I. Joe is there, you know, fighting for freedom over land and air. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, it's, yeah. G.I. <laughs> yeah. Joe, real American hero. Yeah, so it's 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 there's a lot of cool callbacks to to you know to old the cartoons this the lore. Oh, can I can I know? interrupt you just for a second? Yeah. In that movie, cartoon movie, Duke was supposed to die. Didn't he die? He, he didn't. Was, he didn't yeah. die. Oh. But because we were so traumatized from Transformers when Optimus Prime died, <laughs> they just said he was in a coma. Who's it? Duke died. Right. Duke didn't die. Oh, thing. He was oh, supposed to. Oh. Well, who died in the car? Was it Flint? Who died? I think Flint died in the comics, right? Did he? I, 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 I and that's how that and that's how Duke took over. Is that how it went? I thought Flint I was like second in command or some shit. Well, in in the cartoon, Duke went into a coma, you know, oh. and then his brother, fuck was his brother? He wasn't Duke, but he was like a Duke like Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. It's my brother Dick. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking over, but yeah, somebody else took over. But I don't think it was Flint. I think it was somebody else. Okay. Oh, it might have been Flint. I don't know. I it's been so long. It's I been mean, so long. Yeah. This is like this is thirty years ago, man. I can't remember this shit. <laughs> yeah, but it was. It, I mean, like the storyline had you know, hey, you have Zartan and the Dreadnoughts, and uh, you know, Snake Eye shows up. I mean, it, it's got all the cool references, but man, this art, this art was bad. I mean, it's well, it's not bad art. It's obviously better than I can draw, but it just. You know, it just didn't fit the story. You know, and it looks like some like indie, you know, indie comic. You know, some like indie drama. You know, Daniel Clove shit. You know what I mean? Some Love and Rockets or something. You know what I mean? It looks like that. Like it looks like don't like sketches you would draw on your notebook back in school. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you know, it just didn't. It was just disappointing. You know, I mean, it works for like like a, like an indie story. You know, about relationships. You know, if I want to read a comic book about, you know, these badass mercenaries that fight a super villain terrorist organization, you know, I, I like a little more pizzazz, I guess. Right. <laughs> you know? And that's what turned me off. I was like, it just art didn't fit. I mean, it was nice. All the retro throwbacks was cool and all that. But for five bucks, this was five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was five bucks. And I'm like, so fuck the two out of five. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Honestly, the there was like a bunch of there was like a appendixes in the back of the book that talked about the pit and Springfield and all that old shit in the comics. That was more interesting than the actual 
comic. Right. Like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Yeah, this book, yeah. Sorry, IDW. Yeah, this, this was not a good... I mean, other than... Other, man, if, if, if Mortal Hulk wasn't in this list, we would have just been <laughs> shitting on books the whole day. Yeah. Like, yeah, to go... Especially after reading Immortal Hulk and being so moved. And then I read this piece of shit, I'm like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I need a palate cleanser, you know? Yeah, this really bugs me. I spent five bucks on this yeah, piece of shit. I didn't even want to read anything else because, like, after this piece of shit books I just read, I don't even want to read another one to have another bad experience. So I'm just like, nah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's all I got. Ooh, wow, that was a rough one. Okay. Uh, yeah, like I said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. We have our other podcast. We have our sister podcast, Geek Sav. Uh, like I said, we gave you a little taste of tools of, I mean, instruments of destruction, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We also have Comic Cast, probably going to review the same books we did. I think they're going to love these books that we just shitted on. I just have this feeling. Uh, we also have Get Valiant. We got Hoodoo TV. Uh, we have more podcasts than that. I think that's it. Oh, and uh, this is Geeks and Comics. Oh, they back? They never left. They never left. Oh, I, well, I feel bad now. Search <laughs> <laughs> so how much you listen to your other podcasts. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like I said, next week, uh, hopefully we'll have some 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 better shit for you because this was a rough one this week. But hopefully we'll be in better spirits next week. Uh, oh, yeah, oh. They, did, they did a show 14 days ago. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they're like bi-weekly now. So okay, yeah. yeah, they're not as they they don't do it as much. They don't do it as much. Both of the guys are on Comic Cast anyway, so if you want to yeah. get a get yeah. this geeks and comics taste, just go go there and you'll be there. Oh, we've got to talk about Black Panther winning uh, a Grammy. You know. Did it? Yeah, it won a Grammy. I think I can't remember which Grammy won best soundtrack, something like that. But yeah, they won a Grammy last yeah. night. First Marvel movie ever to do that. So cool. Uh, yeah, we give you something better next week. Hopefully, can't give you worse. So <laughs> that being said, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. My name is Cupid Valentino. The Martin Day Cupid. And I just want to say one thing. Happy Valentine's Day. Every day the 14th. I don't think y'all heard, man. I just want to say happy Valentine's Day. Can y'all dig that? Now, when arrows don't penetrate, see. Cupid grabs the pistol. Ah, yeah. Now, now look at here. He shoots straight for your heart. Now, and he won't miss you. But that's alright. Y'all won't believe in me anyway. But you won't believe in me. When Cupid knocks at your door You can't ignore me There's no need to run So happy Valentine's Day Hey Every day the 14th Now I may have it all wrong See, if you know what love means Well, well somebody tell me Cause they just don't believe in me
your hearts have grown cold And that bothers me Now I understand Cause I used to be a bad boy in my day I know you're trying to protect your little feelings But you can't run away Be some kind of player or something? Well, keep on running, player. Cause I got my good shoes on. And I got them tied up tight. So you gonna find out tonight. Surrounded by the lovely, but yet feel like a loner Could be an organ donor, the way I give up my heart But never know because shit, I never tell her Ask me how I'm feeling, I'd holler that it's irrelevant I don't get myself caught up in the jello jello And pudding pop that others opt to call falling in love But for the record, have you ever rode a horse? Like for you to take me to Pluto, I said of course But if you ain't a sweetie and Didi, I won't endorse Hunt solo till I'm hit by the bullet, so may the force Be with you and I wish you when better time permits For now, show me samples, examples while you're the shit But how am I to know with the profession that I'm in? And if you do not know me, then how could you be my friend? 